and welcome to another episode of Exposit the Truth. We're here where it's all about the clear understanding of God's Word and how to apply it to everyday life. On this episode, we're talking about the biblical truth about witchcraft. The biblical truth about witchcraft. And there is a lot of information on this topic. And it's surprising to me that um, with everything going on in the world, uh, you know, it's with the movies, and I'll tell you in just a moment, but, you know, with everything going on, uh, you know, being desensitized to the evil behaviors uh, associated with uh, witchcraft and, you know, and tarot cards or whatever you may um, see in the movies or shows, um, we as Christians must boldly step forward in our faith to share this truth. We must. And so um, here we must address this uh, topic. So my goal is to equip you with the Word of God to be able to quickly distinguish uh, what whatever you're reading, watching, listening to, and to be able to share that truth of what you're discovering in the movies, especially today. Um, whatever you're seeing and you can qu- quickly identify, um, that is definitely going to be the evidence of Christ living in you and, and the Holy Spirit giving you guidance in life. Um, and you want to be very aware of whatever you put in your brain and in your heart and in your soul. Um, there's clear warnings about that. Making excuses, saying this is just entertainment and saying, oh, it's no big deal. I know the difference. You are being deceived. You are not following God's word if you think like that. And I encourage you to test yourself and really question where is your faith if you continue to do that. Because no person, you cannot serve two masters. Jesus said that already. Okay, you cannot serve two masters. You will love one and hate the other or despise one and devote yourself to, to the other. You cannot live for yourself and God. Yourself can also be an idol, your own God. It doesn't have to be a statue like it was. It still is today, Some of many parts of the world. Still bowing down to a statue, but you can also have your own brain or your own self as your own God too because you are not choosing to obey God and deny yourself. Uh, but the takeaway is this. To become involved with witchcraft in any way is to enter Satan's realm. This includes horoscopes, Ouija boards, meditation, movies, shows, books, video games, and the like. Although some of these may seem innocent, they are full of deception, lies, and evil spirits. All right, so let's start with, with the first uh, scripture. is going to be in Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 12. So starting with verse 9. When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not learn to imitate the detestable ways of the nations there. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, or casts spells, or who is a medium or a spiritist, um, or who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things are det- is detestable to the Lord. Because of these, 
same detestable practices the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. Um, Never ever doing that. Now fast forward to today. Uh, Satan will use superheroes mixed with witchcraft to make them look good, all the while deceiving people to believe that lie. Uh, You think of the most recent Marvel movies, just look in the past five or ten years, and you know what what, what you know what I'm talking about. There's all kinds of sorcery and witchcraft mixed in with that. Nothing good comes from witchcraft and will only lead to a path of death and destruction. God gave us his word so that we may have knowledge and wisdom to all who are willing to obey and follow his commands. Um, this is proof that he loves us by giving us the warnings ahead of time so that we may Prepare ourselves from being deceived. Um, he gave us the instructions. So, uh, a quick uh, other parts of scripture, uh, just one sentence verses, really fast. One in Exodus 22, 18, verse 18 says, Do not allow a sorceress to live. Those are one of the commands that came from God. They were put to death. Again, in Leviticus 20, 27, says, a man or woman who is a medium or spiritist among you must be put to death. You are to stone them. Their blood will be on their own heads. So meaning God is actually going to give you a free, uh, allow you to kill them, you know, because remember one of the commandments was uh, do not murder. But this is not murdering because God commanded uh, one of those cases where God commanded them to kill them because this is a level of evil that crosses the line. And they're not, they're not allowed to exist because they were corrupt uh, in ways are, that are detestable in, in, the God, in God's eyes. Just, okay, step back for a minute. The killing of children and putting them in a fire and, 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 and to try to worship a false idol, a false god, just that alone is enough to step back and say, hey, no, that's crossing the line. They are not allowed to live, Right. Uh, let's go to the next um, passage of scripture here. Nineteen. When someone tells you to consult mediums and spiritists who whisper and mutter, should not a people inquire of their God? Why consult the dead on behalf of the living? Consult God's instruction and testimony of warning. If anyone does not speak according to his word, this word, they have no light of dawn, Distressed and hungry, they will roam through the land. When they are famished, they will become enraged and looking upward, will curse their king and their God. Then they will look toward the earth and see only distress and darkness and fearful gloom. And they will be thrust into utter darkness. We're talking about the torment and darkness of hell uh, because they have chosen to walk away from God having no fear of God. Um, and that is very, very sad. Um, and that's why we are to be the salt and light. So on this one, uh, people of Isaiah's day were using spirit, spiritists to communicate with the dead as King Saul did through the medium at Endor. The law strictly forbade such consultations. Um, and you remember back in uh, when King Saul uh, was jealous of David, 
um, trying to, uh, you know, being replaced, um, trying to prevent being replaced by David, try to murder David multiple times. Uh, and he was never a godly man. Uh, Saul, Saul, King Saul was only chosen for his good looks because the people are dumb and sin makes you stupid. So, um, looking only at outer appearance and not in, inward appearance. So Saul go, tries to go, you know, to a spiritist. Well, he does go to a spiritist and he was judged and ultimately he died in battle. Um, and uh, so, you know, th that's another example of how we are not, you, you, we are not supposed to go anywhere near that, separate ourselves from that and obey God's word only. Obey his commands. Today's culture has many forms of entertainment. And that, this is the most common one that Satan is using today. All right. Uh, and I feel like all throughout history, Satan has been using uh, entertainment uh, and wanting to know the future and uh, trying to, you know, speak through the dead and all these things. Today's culture has many forms of entertainment that there than there ever has been throughout human history. Although entertainment by itself is not necessarily a bad thing, if being done with self-control, however, um, however, most people do not have self-control and is rather being controlled by entertainment. And we all know this to be true. Um, just social media. I'll say one word. Social media. Right? People spending hours per day seeking the approval of strangers. Right? Movies, shows... Uh, this includes celebrities, concerts, shows, movies like Harry Potter, Disney, Marvel, uh, games, social media, and, 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 and etc. Right. So we have to be on guard and and not let these things into our life. That's the difference. If you are just being naive, right, um, and you're just letting these things come into your life through your eyes. I have a verse for that. Um, Jesus warns us again, right, about what we are to let in our life. And so, you know, even though if it's just like you, you and and he and you're in your head, you will make excuses, right? I have done it before. Make excuses like, oh, it's just a zombie movie. It's just another zombie movie. But all the while, you are being tainted and deceived because at, at behind it all behind those scenes there's evil spirits at work evil spirits work through people who are slave a slave to their sin okay all the horror films all the demonic fil films right that that elevate sat satanic uh, powers and, and and evil spirits and all these things satan and demons are working through people to make these films. This is a spiritual battle. And we must recognize it. And and I pray that. You know anyone who's listening to this. That you are. Really seeing. And, and wanting discernment. And that you want to. Really be the light. And not. Live in darkness. You know and cut things. Cut these things out. Cutting these things out is going to be the first step. So we must be vigilant uh, at all times and know what we are watching, listening, and putting in our head. 
Luke chapter 11, verse 33. No one after lighting a lamp puts it in a cellar or under a basket, but on a stand, so that those who may enter may see the light. What is that referring to? The lamp refers to the Word of God. The Word of God, once it is in our soul, in our mind, and in our heart every day, it comes out of us because we love His Word. And so we don't hide from it. We come into the light, dying to our sin, and, and, every, and it's evident to anyone and everyone how we are living and how different we are uh, by, by stepping into the light with it, you know, in repentance and living for Christ. Your eye is a lamp of your body. What does that mean? The eye is how you percept, perceive things. Um, I also believe that it is what you let in to your, your mind and your, and your soul by what you watch and what you listen to. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is full of light. And when it is bad, your body is full of darkness. Therefore, be careful lest the light in you be darkness. If then your whole body is full of light, having no part in dark, it will be holy bright as when a lamp with its rays gives you light so don't be deceived uh, how you perceive things is going to change the outcome of how you live your life every day calling it entertainment calling it just for fun saying it's okay i know the difference but yet continuing to watch and listen to those things does not make it okay and you're not living in biblical obedience. You must be aware of that. That's the first step. If you don't even know what's coming coming into your life and what you're letting into your life, how can you then grow and obey God's word? You cannot. So it is right there off the bat that it is how you perceive things and it's how you shine the light. No one puts the word of God underneath a cellar or a basket so that no one can see it. No, it's quite the opposite. When you see something in a movie or uh, something you've heard, you expose it. That's what we've been called to do for the true believers. We don't hide God's word. We expose it. And we don't try to blend in with the world. We expose it. Okay, and with that said, to sum it up, um, let go of all beliefs of zodiac signs, fortune cookies, psychics, and superstitions. These are all meant to deter you from living for the truth of God's word. Share the gospel to those around you. And that there is salvation in Christ Jesus if we die to our sin. Be the salt and light. Salt and light, what does that mean? Salt, you go out to where the infections are, where there's disease as the salt, right? People who are suffering from their sin in these kinds of ways. La light shines the truth of God's word. This is the true way to love someone, to save them from eternal torment and hell, being separated from Almighty God. If they befriend you because of it, then so be it. And you will at least have planted the seed. You still did your part. It's okay. And God will lead you to the next place in your life where you need to be. But as for you, doing the will of God by sharing His commands, rejoice for that day when we stand before Him longing to hear the words, well done, my good and faithful servant. Okay, so I'm going to leave you with a couple more passages of Scripture uh, because this is heavy and it is um, 
a lot to take in if you have been involved with these things. And um, it's a lot of discernment that we have to practice, that we have to put into practice as well. So um, if you are choosing to live for the light, which I believe you are if you're listening to this, uh, here's a warning from Christ Jesus our Lord. And I'll give you also, but I'll leave you with a uh, passage of encouragement of how to, how to defeat the temptations and evil that comes at us. All right, so here's the warning from our Lord Jesus. Revelation 22, verse 14, Blessed are those who wash their robes, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may go through the gates into the city. 15. Outside are the dogs, those who practice. Now listen, listen to the first per, uh, types of people he, he is warning uh, about, he's mentioning here. Those who practice magic arts. Wow, right? You know, it could have been murderers. It could have been, you know, pedophiles. No, uh, the sexual immoral is next. But the first one is those who practice magic arts are the first ones. He mentions the sexual immoral, the murderers, the adulterers, um, the idolaters, uh, the, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood that loves the lies. Right. So I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you the testimony for the churches. I am the root and offspring of David and the bright morning star. All right. So um, very, very clear understanding about God saying um, and giving a clear warning about that. Now, James chapter four is a word of encouragement. So what do we do? All right. So uh Chapter 4, verse 7, submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. That's pretty much, um, in a nutshell, is how do we resist, first of all? Okay, how do you resist the devil? Um, and our flesh, the sin that comes from our flesh that we're born with, we have to keep fighting against until we leave this earth. And that is empowering yourself with the word of God, right? And and, and uh, being spiritually healthy. So you, you need to memorize and meditate on his word. You got to put it in your brain. Don't just read about it and forget about it, right? Just like James chapter one, where you look at the mirror and then you turn around and don't even know what you look like. No, do what it says. And in order to do what it says, you need to memorize what it says, what he says, what God's word says. Then... You, you know, you feed your spiritual life. So we're so quick to um, feed our body, what we eat, what are we to eat, what are we to drink, but completely forget about feeding your spiritual life. And this is where it's so important that you continue to feed your spiritual life through worship, reading his word, you know, being part of church, not just Sunday service, but small groups. Also engaging in quiet time, uh, like very early in the morning or late at night, whichever uh, fits your schedule, but uh, engaging in powerful moments of prayer um, that are just where you are just pouring your heart out to him uh, when no one is looking and you are separated from anybody and everybody and it is only with 
you time is only time with you and God being spiritually strong and healthy. Okay, this is how you resist the devil. This is how you resist him, and he will show you the way. He will show you what you need to see and to have discernment and truth in your life. So now you know a little bit more about the biblical understanding and the truth about witchcraft.